On this episode of Survivor, the Black Umbrella chooses its top three albums that they will take on the deserted island with them. Wes, oh, I'm going first. you have three albums in your hands. Oh. <laughs> what will be I have the four, three? I have ten albums in my hand, and I only have three spots left. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, your yeah. name is not called. <laughs> you will be going home. Yeah, yeah. You're on to the next round. <laughs> Eva, you're on to the next round. Takara, you're on to the next round. Mm. I'm sorry, but Samantha looks like <laughs> <laughs> this round is ended for you. <laughs> if I had three island, uh, three islands, I'm sorry, wrong thing. Three yeah, albums, three albums <laughs> on an island. If I had, if I could only have three albums on a deserted island uh-huh. and a CD player, I'm guessing, or a stereo. Well, do, do yes, I, d- I mean, you would be able to listen to play them, them. Okay. just have them to hold. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just don't show people, show, yeah. the, show, the, show the squirrels <laughs> and the different sea animals. Um, I would say first album would be Brandy Full Moon because I actually just need that album in my life. It mm-hmm. literally describes, it, it's, it's, a, it's a picture of me, but just in an album. Uh-huh. Um, and I would pick Dangerously in Love by Beyonce. And I, <laughs> these bitches, what y'all got to say about my full moon selection? A picture of me in an album. Yeah, you just said <laughs> yeah, that, that, that part. It is a picture of me in an album. A lot of the songs I, I resonate do with. they paint you? They paint me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. And not paint in the gay way, but paint like in the. Paint in the gay way? Okay, so paint in the gay community means that whenever you're having or having intercourse with an um, anus and oh some doo doo gets on you. That's what paint doo-doo? means. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh what paint means in the gay community. So I didn't want people to be like, oh my God, like he's like, st-, you know, anyway. There are some I gays would hope that they listen. wouldn't think that that, that the full moon album would shit on you. You know, I, I would hope they wouldn't think that. No, yes. Um, but oh my god, I'd pick full moon because a lot of the songs resonate with me. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of the situations. Um, and I would pick Dangerous in Love by Beyonce because I think that's one of Beyonce's best albums, if not Beyonce's best album. But that's mm-hmm. also arguable because I can argue with myself as well with other people on projects where Beyonce has grown vocally both and like, you know, musically just to the point where it's like, wow, mm-hmm. she's really putting out bodies of work. And mm-hmm. um, last album is really hard to pick. <laughs> I should pick something current, huh? It is up to you. This is your island. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's my island that I'm deserted on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's inter- yours. How interesting. <laughs> okay. World is your oyster. Um, it's yours. You got to crack would, it open. I would pick oh okay i'd pick the waiting to exhale album because i think it has a lot of oh, bops on it you know funny. yeah you know? That, it does Come that on. waiting to exhale album where that soundtrack will really get you get you mm. get you okay, i'm not stuff. picking that one anymore i'd pick those three mm. <laughs> frenchie what would you pick well i would pick let's see i would take um, you know what? <clears throat> to start to start off current, I would bring Solange's "When I Get Home" album with me. It's just so good. It makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that would just really get me through everything. Does it make uh, you feel like you're almost home? Yeah, you mm. know. Too bad you're deserted. Okay, you're rude. You're deserted <laughs> too. How about that? We're all deserted now, aren't we? Yep. I'm looking at the full moon, and you're looking at how to get home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, another album I would have is uh Michael Jackson's Bad album. Okay. It's my favorite one. Got some Bopperinos on there. Bopperinos. Bopperinos. Wow. Bopperinos. Yes, Bopperinos. And um, mm, probably, uh, probably Jay Z's. Ah, what Jay Z album would I have? But probably. <clears throat> Probably Jay Z's The Black Album. I think I had The Black Album with me. Yes. I think that's my like, that's like my favorite Jay Z album. Okay, I'm with it. So I think yeah. Mika. <coughs> I would take Prince's Purple Rain album. Mm. Ooh, nice. I would take Frank Ocean's uh, Blonde. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting choice of Frank Ocean albums out of the, all of them. I would I would pick that one too. Okay, I love it. Ooh. I was gonna pick Channel Orange, but I was like, nah. I would actually pick. Mm-hmm. I'll take that one instead. And my last one. Blonde made me cry. Huh? Blonde made me cry. Oh, Channel Orange so made me feel dance? feel <laughs> well feel and dance, but Blonde made me cry. Blonde made me cry. It was and a song. Which song was it? Was Siegfried? I Last think it was. I think out. it was. When he, oh, yes. yeah, 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 that one. In the dark. Oh, I start crying. <laughs> yeah, Siegfried is what did it. Oh. Um, the last one. Well, I'm trying to. Fuck. The last one was the one I was struggling with. I was like, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, but a current album that I've been playing is um. Ski Master Some Gods like um what the fuck? Why can't I don't know. It's not popping in my head. Is it the one he's on the front looking like a looking, looking like, like Sir St- French Yeah, like a French uh Stokely. All yeah. white top and all white belt, all white jeans, body looking like melt. Y'all know whose bar that is? Ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but whenever <laughs> I'm like, why is he saying I this? randomly I, I randomly went on the Ludicrous tip this week. Do you remember when Ludicrous came out with that like was it like a mixtape or something like that? Yes. Like, like a few summers ago. Yes. And it was actually good. It was, it was fire. I remember I had mm. to I made a CD mm. and popped it in and listened to it. So random. But yes, mm-hmm. um I was on a random Ludicrous tip this week and I heard that line and had to rewind it. And then heard it again and was like, wow, <laughs> Ludacris really said that shit. It was a good old thing. A good old thing. A good old thing. Mm. All right, Nika, what's the word of the day today, girl? If you have watched SpongeBob, you know that there's a little fellow on one of the episodes. Well, the very first episode, there's a little fish. And the narrator's going, sounds like a load of hoopla. Hoopla. That's my favorite Today's episode. word of the day is <laughs> It's hoopla. Yes. It oh my god, up. so random. It popped up on my phone. I was like, "You're fucking." That's so lying. random. Hoopla. Yes. Mm. It's a noun. 
and it means excitement surrounding an event or situation, especially when considered to be unnecessary fuss. And the sentence says, your family may want to make a lot of hoopla on your birthday while you'd prefer a quiet dinner at home. That's the sentence that they give. Some real shit. That's some real shit. They they dug deep into some childhood shit right there. Mm. What? Some deep into some childhood trauma. Yeah, family may want to make. You a have lot a sentence, right? <laughs> 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 My sentence for hoopla would be, um, niggas bring a lot of hoopla into your life, but you gotta learn how to deal with it because niggas ain't shit. Mm. How about a depressing sentence? <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. That's me. Wow. Anybody else? Um, Because you can't not. I mean, you can have a nigga. Okay. You can have a nigga, but well, you can also not have a nigga. Just well, like a man cutting off a woman. Wow. <laughs> in the middle of a sentence. Wow. Like she was talking. You're right. I'm just so patriarchal. <laughs> I cut off the woman during mm. her sentence that she didn't even start yet. <clears throat> Frenchie, it is your turn to speak. Mm-hmm. Who I just can't with all this toxic masculinity uh, in the room. I need I <laughs> some aromatherapy. I really can't. Uh, Where's the lavender? My sentence is going to be: <clears throat> People make a lot of hoopla about hot wings, but they're actually nasty. She so. kind of right. Wait, I had some hot wings today from Hooters, and they were good as fuck. First of ranch. All. No? Wings are just not, they're not good. You're just not a fan of the wing, huh? Not. Not a fan of the wing. I don't care for regular old hot wings. Give me some lemon pepper, some you know. cori- some spicy Korean. Give me some, some everything. Oh, no, I don't care what they are. I just don't like wings. Yeah, well, we you know. can get to getting. Yeah. <laughs> what you can. going to get to get? <laughs> you can get to getting me some Tyson wings from the store while you're at it, huh? No, there's a recall because there's been like oh, you know glass and shit in their machines and metal, and mm. they've been having recalls on well, chicken. What's another name brand of wings we can get? Farmer John? I don't know. Does he only do sausages? Farmer John? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I think he, he. I think. I think that nigga only do sausages. Oh wow, wow. Mm. He's missing out in the market now that Tyson's under. Well, oh well. I don't think so. He just doesn't do chicken, period. So I don't think he's really... Period! Farmer John has some chicken links. Links. Yeah. Links, sausages. Aren't they in the same family? No? I think they are. I thought we were talking about wings. We are. I'm just saying, oh. since Tyson is going under, what's another brand we can like oh. eat? And then I was like, Farmer John. And Market Pantry. Like, uh, great value. Mm. Farmhouse. <laughs> Yeah, farm. Yeah, uh, farmhouse is one too. That is a good one. Okay. Um, Look at us, adults, <laughs> going to the grocery knowing store. Knowing the brand, or or have a chicken farm in your backyard, bitch. Ah, go ham. A coop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the coop, coop, coop. The chickens will be. The chickens will be in that motherfucker turning up. Don't let me get a chicken coop. I blamed his wine. <laughs> I haven't even taken much of a sip yet, but it's Please do. I'll speak into that. Okay, guys, let's move on to the pay it does segment. Well, who That's wants to go first? Because I don't want to. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm paying us yet. Wow. Nika? 
I just. <laughs> I, I, this is a mess. Right. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. Let me go. Mm. I am paying dust to. Well, okay, I went to Coachella this weekend. Thank you. Paying dust and to the dust right I there. I am paying dust to her coming out 30 minutes late of her set. Oh. 30 minutes late. Excuse me, let me be nice. She was actually 26 minutes <laughs> late. I rounded up, but let me just be cool. 26 minutes late. That's 30 minutes, girl. I feel you. I'm paying this to that. Green needs to be on time. Because it's Coachella. It's a festival. And this is your first Coachella. You got people behind you. We know that you were a guest at last year's Coachella during Daniel mm-hmm. Caesar's set, but this was your actual first headline in Coachella, and you were disrespectful by being late. And whenever people and artists are late, it pushes everything back. Exactly. And then it's just like, well, what the fuck? And you mind know? you, her set was at 9.30, right? Uh-huh. Then come out till 9.56. <sighs> and Ariana's set came on at 11.30. Oh, you see? So if she would have came out on time, I would have had perfect uh, opportunity to get to see the whole her set and go see like a little bit of Ari before I went to go see Kate Trinata, But she went to be late, so. Mm. I mean, I saw like maybe twenty-ish, thirty-ish minutes of her, and then I was like, "Come on, let's go." Did they put? Do you know if they pushed her off her set? I have no idea because I I left. Yeah, they did that to SZA last year. We were very disappointed. They told SZA, "You gotta go, bitch," and she was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't get to finish my set, but come next week." And I was like, "What?" She did say that. Girl, no. Yeah, because she, she, yeah, she was late, and then she was bad. It was all terrible. <laughs> the only so, good thing about last year's Coachella was, was Beyonce. She was late, but she was she was very very good. Her bass was amazing. Her sound was amazing. Love it, mm-hmm. Nika. I'm going to pay it dust to vague people. Uh. Mm. They're gonna say Vegas at first. Vague <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I'm gonna pay this to Vegas. No, I always have a good time there. Me um, too. Yeah. No, I'm tired of people like saying saying things that they want done, but they don't tell you exactly what they want done. They just give you like, like they want they what they really want is ten words, but they only tell you one word. So uh. then when you finally get it done, they're like, "That's not what I wanted." Like. Okay, why didn't you explain it further? Mm-hmm. The fuck? Mm. Be more vocal about what you really want. Like, why are you doing this whole runaround with all this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm paying this to. Because <laughs> y'all annoying. I need to be thorough in these streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm paying this to bad energy. And the sheets, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Bad energy. Oh, what'd you say? The Go sheets. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying this to bad energy. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of it, and I will not be accepting any bad energy in my life. If you present me with bad energy, I am definitely going to politely close the door on you. I will not go off on you. I will not contest you. I will not go back and forth. Contessa. Okay, Coon. I will not go back and forth. I won't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I will just be like, you know what? I don't want this in my life, and I don't have to have it, so goodbye. And I will say it politely, nicely, and keep it at that. Politely and nicely? Politely and nicely, and just keep it at that. I'm just not doing the bad energy. I'm going to just be like, no, thank you. Cut 
consent. Mm. Okay, consent. listen. Yanla taught me that. She said, just, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Just kiss your fingers. No, thank you, beloved. No, thank you, beloved. And that's it. So that's what I'm doing. No bad energy, especially this week. It's my birthday week, so. Right. Mm-hmm. No bad energy, but that's also just you for the rest. You can skid it it You can skid it out on. Oh, not of his life. I'm not doing that. Wes's um, birthday is Monday. It is. Earth Day. My birthday is Monday. Woo woo. Earth Day. So please tell him happy birthday. He is turning 60. <laughs> I know you guys probably didn't know that. <laughs> please get him a cane. Because we don't really show our faces. <laughs> as right. You yeah, give me a cane. Right. So. Geriatrics. Yeah. Mm. He's a very geriatric man. Mm-hmm. Um, He's grumpy all the time. So. I'm in a home. Yeah. You know. Just. And he's a Taurus. Oh. So, you know, you know what I mean? Just wish him a happy 60th. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Be nice about I it. I accept all gifts through Cash App, PayPal, mm. all that good stuff. Send a nice fruit basket. Send, you know what? Send a good check. <laughs> yeah, well, send a good check. Send a check. Send, send some diapers while you're at it. Send, send, I'm right. Need some, you we know, need some depends. It's getting a little loose down there. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know? Is it? A yes. loose caboose. Loose caboose, you know? <laughs> when you're married for 20, 30 years. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just a man <laughs> in the wearing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> After you've been married for uh, 30 years, <laughs> you get a loose caboose. I'm dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's only if you have some trains pulling into the station, okay? If you don't, then you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> I don't have any options. Oh, my God. Wow. Thomas is choo-chooing. <laughs> Thomas is just choo-chooing. <laughs> such an informative episode. Don't you love it? <laughs> Fudge cakes. Well, let's move on to Liquor Lane. So, Liquor Lane. Wes picked this wine called House Wine. Mm-hmm. It's a red, red wine mm-hmm. from 2016. Mm-hmm. That means it's... How you push the wine like that? <laughs> she over here slapping the... Okay. My house is your house. Ooh. The original house wine. American red wine blend. Big... Bold, jammy, mm. and smooth. Okay. Produced and bottled by Original House Wine in, in Walla, 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 Washington. Washington. Walla, Walla, Washington, did you say? Walla, Walla, Washington. Did you say Walla, Walla, I Washington? Said Walla, Walla, Washington. Okay. Bottled and produced where? Walla, <laughs> Walla, Washington. Pick you up some House Wine, baby. Mm-hmm. I love it. But don't. because I don't know. Y'all might not want to pick this up. Oh. It's twist top. <laughs> oh. And we don't do twist tops in this house. And I, oop. <laughs> <laughs> but when he got to the checkout stand, he just realized it was twist top. It was twist and top. And I said shit. So don't get twist top wine because just don't. Just don't. You but don't. it's not that bad of a wine. No, it's honest. not. It's no, actually kind of strong. You know, it's, it's, it's hitting. It's hitting. It's hitting for and us then, right now. May you pass me the other bottle, please? Yes. 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 Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And then we got some Dark Horse, no Katy Perry. Mm. <laughs> so you want to play with magic. No? Dark, luxurious, bold, double down, red blend. Double down. That's what it say. Double down, red blend. 
Dark Horse winemaker Beth Liston and her team went all in to make their most impressive wine yet. Double Down Red Blend, sourced from the best grapes in California and combined with signature innovative winemaking techniques. This red blend is dark and luxurious. Mm. Dark Horse Double Down has firm tannin structure combined with newts of lush mm. dark fruit and hints of caramel to create a bold and complex wine that is sure to crush expectations. Nice. Pour a glass and double down. Has everyone tried the wine? Mm. Stop having their stare down. <laughs> I've tried the house wine. I think we've all have the house yeah, wine. We've in all, our cup. Yeah, we only tried, tried it. It tastes one. just like I'm at the house. <laughs> oh my gosh. I ain't gone nowhere. I ain't traveled. I ain't transported. Right. I am sitting in this chair mm. talking to you. I don't want no trials or tribulations. I am just in the damn house mm. with this house wine, baby. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Ain't got no kids in this house. No responsibilities. The bills are paid. And how wow. do you rate it out of five glasses, Wes? Ah, three. Mm. Frenchie? I think I'm going to give it like two. Two out of five. All right. Because it's like, it's like it's a little strong at the same time. It's like a little watery. I don't know how to explain it. Mm. That's just me, though. That is quite interesting. Might be my zucchini. Mixing with like throwing the taste off. I don't know. Nika? <laughs> yes, Wes. Um, this? <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Stop it. So, at first glance, when you look at the bottle, you're like, twist up. <laughs> what is this? And then we opened. <laughs> we opened it, and there was all we smelled. <laughs> All we smelled, yeah, all we smelled was wine. And yeah. we were like, we were like, what is that? And we were like, oh, oh, it's, it's the house, the house wine. It's the house. And it's, it smells like it's a dark wine. Like, I don't know. It smells kind of like, um, oak and blackberries. Mm. It just smells really dark. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, when you taste it. It tastes really interesting. Um, mm. I'm going to rate it a two out of five. Okay. Mm. Yes. Love it. Two out of five. Mm. Uh, yes. Mm. That was liquor lane. Oh. Yes, it was. Now we're going to move on to For the Birds with Frenchie. Wee wee. Wee wee, Frenchie. What you got for us this week on For the Birds? Well, this week I'm going to start it off with the little <laughs> aunt. <laughs> I'm going to start it off with the little the little ongoing petty feud uh. between 50 Cent and Tierra Marie. Now, as we all know, Tierra Marie uh, sued 50 Cent for, was it like defamation or something like that? I really don't remember. I think it was. Um, And she lost. <laughs> she lost the case. And so she has to pay 50 Cent. Um, And it's been like... It's been a minute now, and she keeps, like, they keep going back and forth on social media. Like, he'll make an Instagram post, like, you need to give me my money, and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll make a post in response that's like, I don't got it, I ain't got it, or whatever. So it's just, like, a little back and forth. That's been, like, pretty funny for the most part. Um, And so recently, she made um, uh, some T-shirts that said, I ain't got it. 
right like in response to 50 cent and people were avail um able to like purchase them i think mm -hmm. and so miss tierra marie and her pettiness did not make sure that she trademarked the whole i ain't got it uh slogan and so 50 cent went ahead and trademarked it and basically told tierra marie if you don't take them pictures on the shirts down i'm gonna sue you Again, because I own like like that that slogan, and you're using it for purchase um, through you, and you're not authorized to to use that. So I'm gonna see if you don't take it down. And even if she doesn't take them down, any T-shirts she sells from the day that the trademark is approved, yeah, percentages go to him. So it's like, oh yeah. So he's actually been low key encouraging the sale of I ain't got it T-shirts. Mm -hmm. Like, he's been like, oh, yeah, go ahead, buy her I Ain't Got It t-shirts because I got the trademark. Mm -hmm. So, if you do, I get some money because I profit off of everything that she sells with I Ain't Got It on it. Because, clearly, the bitch is about to have it. Since she ain't got it, she gonna have it with me. I'm gonna have that money. Poor Tierra Marie. I just feel like... <laughs> That's funny <laughs> as fuck. Right... Chess moves. Chess. Like, he may be an asshole, but this nigga's making chess moves. <laughs> like, the type of moves that you make when you have the money to do it. Like, like oh, okay. You, oh, okay. You ain't got it? Cool. Now you ain't got this trademark. <laughs> right. And now I got the trademark. And now you really ain't got now it. Now you really ain't got Because your money now not going to you is going to me as well. <laughs> you going to keep on firing, lighting a fire into her ass until she pay that man. She don't want to pay him nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Tierra. I mean, you got yourself into something that you couldn't get yourself out of. You sued him, and then you lost. Mm-hmm. And now look. Now look what you've gotten into. Mm. Mm. Ooh, look what you made him do. Please. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please. Mm-mm. Okay. So next we have uh, Marci Martin was doing a Good Day LA interview talking about her film Little. Which is a great film. Go see it. I heard it was cute. I heard it was cute. Um, so yeah, go go and support this young black child making her way downtown, walking <laughs> fast, chasing <laughs> bags. And I'm home back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so in this interview, uh, I think his name is Tony. Ewing, no. You Tony. better know his name because I don't even know his name. Right. Oh, yes. Tony something. Because I, this is like when I was younger, I used to watch like um, freaking whatever this channel is. Um, anyway, so uh, in this interview, uh, he was asking uh, Marsai like, oh, um, so you like like you're you're the producer of this film. You came up with the idea. She was just like, you know, yeah. Um, I had this idea when I was 10, you know, when we kind of pitched it. And at the time, you know, she wasn't really thinking anything, you know, like of the idea, anything like big or like long term. She just had this idea that she wanted to, you know, just kind of like put out there and yeah. it gained traction. And um, she got the opportunity to go ahead and produce this film and now it's out in theaters. And so he was asking her like, oh, and you also have your own um, production company. She's like, yes, you know. And so he's, you know, asking her, okay, what uh, what, what role do you hold? She's like, I'm the CEO. And he's just kind of like, wow. 
okay uh so how many employees do you have she says i have about you know five or six and so then he goes on to ask her oh so you're like your your parents so you you basically employ your parents and they're the like what the, are their the, roles? The, vi- the vice president and the president and she was just kind of like yeah yeah you know those are you know about the end of the day like we're still family it's all family like we don't care and so it kind of seemed like he kept trying to push the ish like the i don't know idea onto her or like just into that space of her being uh you know her parents boss from nine to five and then mm. after that her parents go back to being the boss and how that must be so tricky for for her and for her um for like the relationship between her and her parents has has to have some type of like weird kind of trickiness to it because yeah. of her being ceo her parents being president and vice president meaning she's technically the boss over them and things like that so I just wanted to kind of get you guys' opinion on the interview. Um, my opinion, <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was really weird. Um, the way that he carried out the interview into like kind of leaning into it. Oh, so you're the CEO? Okay, cool. So like, what? How many people do you employ? Oh, you employ seven people. That's cool. Okay, so what do your parents do? Oh, what are their roles? Oh, so your dad's president, your mom's vice president. Oh, that's kind of weird. And that's what he said. He was like, oh, that that's weird. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. That's weird. So, like, you're their boss. And she's like, ah, oh, no. Like, we're just family. Like, I'm not really bossing them around. They kind of know what to do. Like, you know, there's an ebb and flow to this. This right. isn't like a, this isn't like your average nine to five, like, you know, you, interviewer, sir, may have, where you actually have a boss who you look over, who isn't your family. But I'm privileged enough to work with my parents in this and them guide me and, you know. We all kind of be in this together because I mean, mm-hmm. like you're 14 years old, you know, being a CEO of a company at 14 year old, 14 years old is like, that's like huge. Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. And it's like, you're not going to put that all on you. And like, you're still learning how to be CEO and like your parents are right by your side, helping you and guiding you. And the interviewer didn't take it as guidance. He took it as like, so are you just paying them just because they're your parents? Like, you know, that almost felt kind of weird. Like him being mm. like, so you employ your parents, so you're just paying them f- to do what? So what do they do? Like, what are their roles? President and vice president? Like, what does that mean if you're the CEO? Just pushing. <laughs> and it's like, yo, calm down. Point is, I'm the CEO of a business at 14. What were you doing? Yeah, and even she was like, when he was like, um, when he was like, oh, so you're the CEO. She was like, <laughs> like, like, what's up? Like, yeah, because she noticed like, there was a change in his demeanor yeah. whenever she was like, I'm the CEO of this company. He was like, oh, like, like, like he didn't believe like it was like he didn't believe that she was really the CEO. And like, this is all kitty, kitty, play, play. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sure. Little girl, you're a CEO of your own company. Almost downplaying her. And, yeah. being and she like, was like, nah, what's bruh? up? <coughs> yeah. I sure am. What's up? Like, you got something to say? Basically, it's what I she see was, where yeah. your job's gotten you interviewer. <laughs> you're interviewing me. How long have you been at this job, huh? What are you <laughs> doing for yourself? A minute. You have a boss? You're not a CEO, right? <laughs> Just making sure you're an anchor, correct? You can be replaced, right? Okay. You can be replaced. Just making right. sure. Just making sure we're all we're all oh right. dotting <laughs> our eyes and crossing our ti- our, our T's page. here because I'm not about to sit up here and play with you because mm. I can leave here right now and go to my job, my business that I own, that I have a couple of films in pre-production right now currently. Mm. I'm also the lead actress in a film that I already executive produced. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I'm doing at 14 while you're sitting here at what age, doing oh. what job, with what boss. Oh my gosh. 
Ooh. I mean, I would have hit him with that shit. But you know, Marseille's nice. Right. She and handled that well. You know, she handled it very well, very constructively, very better better than I would. Because even uh, at the yeah. age of like, you know, even at the age, even at the age that I am now, I was 23, it's kind of like, if I were to be the CEO of a production company, a film production, people would still look at me like, oh, you're 23 and you are the CEO of your own production company and mm-hmm. you... Wow, like, so who are your employees? Oh, yeah, I employ my friends and my family, like my mom and dad and, like, my friends. Oh, cool. Like, that's weird. So what do they do? You know, it's kind of like people will look at me funny just as they would look at her because if you're not if you're not a 50-plus-year-old white man who's the CEO of a production company, then you're uh-huh. just you're just dust, you know? And it's like, ugh. I didn't like how we handled that interview with her. Okay. And so the last topic I have on for the birds is uh mixed babies. So I think we've all seen like to me they're very strange, but these accounts that kind of um like collect pictures of black babies, like it'll say like, Oh, cute black babies, right? Mm-hmm. And like they'll just take all these accounts like from whoever's like pages and 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 things like that and post them on their cute black babies page or whatever and it's very strange and so uh someone on twitter (coughs) said uh these accounts that compile pictures of cute black babies are getting weirder and weirder and i don't want to follow them anymore the babies are almost always mixed raced um and I guess this particular page that she's talking about posted like a Sudanese baby. And the caption said something like, oh, I love her skin. Um, she said it's like they can't get enough of the mixedness. It's like following those women from that family. And I feel like she was probably talking about the Kardashians. I don't know why, but I just felt like she was right there. Um, and then it says, uh, look at this beautiful baby. First picture as posted by her dad but the baby was clearly not mixed enough for the Instagram account kids underscore slay. They had to give her pink lips and blue eyes. Now in the original picture, there's just a picture of this cute little black baby. She has mm-hmm. her little curly hair, brown eyes, and you know, she's, she's a baby. She has brown eyes, right. brown hair. <laughs> she's, a baby. Right, she's a baby. You know? <laughs> and so when the Instagram page, uh, kids slay posted her, they made her lips, pink and made her eyes like icy blue yeah which is weird (laughs) like and apparently uh in their instagram bio they have like an interracial couple kind of website for people to meet each other and like create more like interracial babies it is what? Very, very weird. That's disgusting. Wow. It is wow. very, very strange. And so I just think that's very... <laughs> it's just so weird that, like, these people really take um, pictures from, you know, parents or, who you know, family members' accounts and repost them on theirs. And they can, like, go ahead and edit it however they want. They can give the baby blue eyes or a paler skin or lighter colored hair or like pinker lips or whatever and like more than likely the parent probably won't know about it or won't see it or whatever or you know these pages just say like oh cute black babies or whatever and they're they're just like 
primarily posting, you know, mixed children and things like that. Not really kids that are, like, dark-skinned. Right. So it's like already these types of pages are just very strange. Like you're just posting people's kids and I'm pretty sure you don't have permission to post these people's children more than likely. Uh, And then you do and then it's a manipulated picture. Yeah. And then it's like manipulated picture or you're only or, or like you're catering specifically to like, you know, certain types of looking children like with fair skin you're saying things in the caption like oh i love their skin that is just i don't know it seems like people do have like an obsession at least you know um social media makes it seem like people just have this really strange obsession with like mixed children oh always like do you you guys feel the same i definitely feel that way i feel like i saw the biggest like i saw the biggest um one of one of one big example of that just was seeing um, how Tia and Tamara had kids and how Tia had kids before Tamara did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and nobody was really on Tia's kids like that. And then Tamara had kids with her husband, and they're like, "Oh my God! Like, look at her son. He's so cute. His sandy blonde hair and his mm-hmm. blue eyes, but he has like a a nice like tone to his skin tone, kind of like light, but not too dark. And he's perfect. And then her daughter Araya was born, and it was like, oh my God! It's like a girl version of her, and she has curly hair, and she's super light skin, and she's cute. And Tia had two babies, and nobody gave her that same energy. And, like, I also peeped that Tamara was, like, scoring a lot more whenever it came to... I mean, of course, Tamara's on the reel now. Yeah. So yeah. I would figure that Tamara would score a lot uh, score a lot more photo opportunities for her kids. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot more magazines wanted to yeah. shoot yeah, Tamara and true. her babies yeah. and her family, which is why Tamara has so much professional footage of all her kids because it's, like... People want to be like, oh, like, we want to shoot you and your family. You guys are so cute. You guys are so cute. And Tia is not really getting those same offers. And it's kind of like, granted, Tia isn't really working like Tamara is now, which is a flip because Tia used to be like, right, yeah. she was on the game. She, was on the game. Mm-hmm. she kept on booking things, little short roles in movies. And Tia was like really working, like grinding. And then Tamara booked the reel and that wow. shot up. Yeah. And it was like, wow. And then Tia kind of did her own thing for a little bit with her cooking show. Mm-hmm. And then that got canceled and a couple mm-hmm. other things. But now she has her YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. her YouTube channel where she's like, that's her, her mommy, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. Like she documents all her mommy stuff. But yeah, that's, that's, that's like that's like one example I could give of how people kind of favor mixed kids. Yeah, that's true. And that's why people were saying like, um, like, be careful, like what you post like when it comes to your kids and everything because people are sick and they'll really like take your pictures and manipulate your picture that was already like fine but then they're like you know what this isn't you know enough for me this baby needs to be lighter or something like that or like i've even seen cases where like um even like dark darker children they would lighten them a little bit more and then give them um like silver or like blue eyes Mm -hmm. and color their hair a little lighter just so like even though they're dark you know what they're different right they're exotic yeah they're more exotic and blah 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 granted black people do have blue eyes and blonde hair but nobody like (laughs) wants to talk about that but 
I just think that it's weird that you're taking someone else's kids and then like altering how they really look. Like it's a baby. Like what? Why you gotta do all that with black kids though? Yeah, but it's just like. Fuck. It's like even whenever Beyonce had Blue, it was so much slander on Blue and like, what is she doing with her hair? Yeah. Why isn't she right. doing anything to mm-hmm. it? Like, ew, look how it's just standing up and how it's not doing anything. And then Northwest was born around the same time as Blue and they were like, oh my God, her pretty curly hair. Look how it just falls to her shoulders. Oh, she's so adorable. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like I see the energy right. that you guys are bringing to the table because North has cute curly blonde little little brown hairs that curl and fall to the floor and so effortless effortless effort cannot fucking talk (laughs) you effortlessly glide you know across her face and it's kind of like okay blue has just as much if not more beautiful hair it may not be so effortless at gliding but that she has got it's some curly hair, hair. <laughs> and it's beautiful and it's so much nice. volume and beyonce and jay-z have done well yeah with yeah. her girls hair and not putting the heat on it and just letting it just grow and just yeah. be free and a lot of black people were so especially more, more black people yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was more black people were so upset with the fact that oh my god yeah. what is she doing she needs to put heat on they her felt hair. like oh my god she has us out here looking bad because she she's like a you know prominent black celebrity and she's letting her black child walk around like this that's why people think that we don't comb our hair and that we don't do this and that because look at how this celebrity is letting their child walk around when it's like one this is a child two mm-hmm. that's her child mm-hmm. and three what was wrong with her hair she was just right. letting she was letting it grow it's not like up oh, they weren't like taking care of it like oh it was just all matted and whatnot when you see her out like that's not what it was it's just you know she has she just she just got nice tight curls like a like a lot of people have right and they were just letting her curls do what they wanted to do they wanted to stand up beat them more, more to one side than the other you know they put you know like they put nice little clips and stuff in her hair or like you know styled it in whatever way but they don't I think people are so used to black people and it's maybe even more so black children conform- conforming to what society deems as like acceptable and normal that when they don't see hmm. that, it's like, oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, like, I don't know, like a fire broke and out or something. And it carries all the way through adolescence, especially mm-hmm. like these kids are born like this and people have stuff to say already. Like kids are mean. We mm-hmm. know this. Kids are, kids tell nothing but the truth and are just sometimes right. just so brutally honest and just bullies to kids whenever they're not, quote unquote, what the world deems as pretty or don't have like certain features that may be considered attractive or, you know, commercial in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, and that, that, that energy will carry on adolescence and feeling like, oh, I'm inferior. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I wish I was this. Oh, I wish I could. I remember I had a friend who has beautiful curls Mm -hmm. and so much hair. And she was like, I damaged all my hair because in high school, I went to predominantly white high school and the white girls would straighten their hair every day. And I was so mad that my hair wouldn't straighten. And I remember just like getting a perm and just like really straightening my hair every day. And she said, I fried everything. I had to start all over again. She said it took me so long to be comfortable with my own hair and my own self and being happy with it. She said it wasn't until I got to college 
that I have black friends who are like, girl, sis, put that flat iron down <laughs> and let your shit grow because your shit is popping. You got some good old hair, girl. Like, stop playing games. Like, let it grow. Let it be. Let it flourish. Let it breathe. And she said, I, it took them for me to embrace myself. She said, and I, I wouldn't even look back. I wouldn't dare straighten my hair. So, yeah. It carries on. It has weight. Well, mm-hmm. now we're going to move Man. on to the Gust of Wind segment. Um, first of all, I want to just say Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire. This was it yesterday, I think. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday yeah. was when, yeah, yesterday was when they was first announcing everything and they had all the videos. So terrible. Just so like years of history loss. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate. Um and they um they were there were like there was like a GoFundMe account started for Notre Dame Cathedral, and um they raised three hundred thirty nine million dollars in one day. For it to be restored back to its original setting, mm-hmm. and it's so funny how people have acted so quickly whenever a cathedral burns down, but whenever it comes to Flint or Puerto Rico things are overshadowed and mm-hmm. i want to get you guys opinion on that whenever it comes to america and how we handle certain our our natural disasters because that's a real natural disaster. water yeah <laughs> a whole pl- a place i mean really put it in your head like there is a place places multiple places but there is a place in this country <laughs> in yes. the united states of america there is a place in the united states of america that has no clean water no clean water and has not had it for years mm-hmm. i believe since 2014 okay ridiculous mm-hmm. land is a free home of the brave but you're not gonna have any clean water <laughs> sorry baby like you know like what makes no sense but then a cathedral burns down and you see how a whole community was able to come together out there including the u.s including the u.s and raised 339 million dollars for this historic building to be built back to its original setting but there are still things out here that are troubling us that money isn't going towards. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get some thoughts on that. It's actually kind of ridiculous that the news of this uh, pledge for this money to go to the cathedral rebuild came out on the same day when we get news that the uh, remaining million in federal funding for the water infrastructure improvement in Flint got released. Okay, so they originally were granted a federal and state loan of $120 million in March of of 2017. Um. And I guess they got like a little bit of it, a little bit of it at first. Not yet. And for some strange reason, they have been holding on to the rest of it for two years, and finally decided, okay, we'll give you the last of the seventy-seven point seven million. Here you go. Why didn't they just get it all at the same time? Makes no sense. None. And also, this is this is a federal and state loan, I believe. Not just here's money. Go ahead and fix it. It's they a have loan, to repay it. Yeah. They have to repay this. Right. And mind you, um, the water system, it still needs like another $300 million in improvements over the next 20 years for them to be able to sustain like whatever 
infrastructure updates that they do. They still need a whole other three hundred million dollars to like sustain that. And it's so crazy for the next twenty twenty year twenty. That's not 20. Long, that's really not that many years. And like you said, it's been since <laughs> what twenty fourteen where Flint's had this water crisis, and it's so crazy yeah. how. From 2014 to 2019, you still find places begging for money just mm-hmm. so that they can rebuild and get their water filtration systems on deck and be mm-hmm. able to have clean running water. And they're still fighting the fight from 2014 all the way to 2019. Crazy. And a cathedral burns down yesterday. And in one day, $309 million is raised for the rebuild. Like. Yeah. Like that, like just one day, just one day. Like that would be, and like I want to make it like a point that this three hundred thirty nine million is coming from people from uh France Mm -hmm. that live in France for from France, and they came together and was like, boom, got the money. And it's not a loan. And it's not a loan. This (laughs) is money that they're pledging to get. You know, so wouldn't it just be nice if? U.S. like millionaires, millionaires, <laughs> millionaires and billionaires could come together and go ahead and pledge some money to fix the infrastructure in the place they live in, too. That'd be so nice. And Puerto Rico is still in ruins. Mm-hmm. I just want oh, people yeah. to know that Puerto Rico is far from built back up right. mm-hmm. from that hurricane. I mean, it is still still in ruins. in ruins and yeah. no matter i mean you can have celebrities go out there give money but that's just a little bit of the work as far as our mm-hmm. government is concerned they need to be doing a lot of the bullheading whenever it comes to funding mm-hmm. the rebuild of puerto rico because that's a community that they thrive off of tourism exactly like and no one's really going like that anymore like you saw you've seen sales in puerto rico drop because yeah. it's like I see, yeah. like, because everything's destroyed. So, yeah. what, so it's like the why tourism go goes down because they don't. Yeah, there's the resort. I'm, I'm going to, go to Puerto Rico to volunteer. It's not even I'm going to Puerto Rico to come yeah. turn up no yeah. more. Yeah, right. It's exactly. almost like this is a uh, this is a place that thrives off of tourism, and no one's gonna want to go if everything's destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like the government needs to, you know, but with the motherfucker that we have in office right now, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna get done. Which what is to terrible. To build a wall. Who wants to put all that money toward a wall? A wall. I don't even want to get on this damn wall again. <laughs> I thought he was about to say wall, wall, Washington. Oh. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, it's, it's still, it's to this day, it's, it's laughable. It really is. Yeah. It is so laughable how, like, he really wants to put so much of America's tax dollars mm-hmm. into a wall. And then claims, oh, they're going to pay for it. Like, we already know they're not paying for it. Exactly. That's How the crazy part. are it's they like, going to pay for something? Oh, we're not paying for it. Build? I'm like, well, right. if you want it. <laughs> and, the, and the crazy thing is, like, he's sitting there and he's like, we're going to get Mexico to pay for it. And I'm sitting up here like, okay, listen, you already know they're not paying. They've told you they're not paying, which mm-hmm. means if you really want this wall, we're going to pay for it in our tax dollars, exactly. which is ridiculous. Because there's so much money that could be going toward things like Flint, like Puerto Rico, Mm -hmm. like any other injustices, homelessness, anything, everything, right? (laughs) Any and everything other other than this. So many other compartments (laughs) money could be falling into. And instead, we want to put all of our 
our money in a pot for a wall. Like, what the right. fuck? Ugh, that's annoying. So it irks me. Ridiculous. It, 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 oh. And then you. <laughs> it's just, it really is laughable. Oh, 2020, where you at? I cannot believe we are really about to have had this man for four years. Right. We are. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it, but it's No, it doesn't feel like it. I, no, honestly, is he going to run again? Yes. yes. And is he going to win is. again? Probably so. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Probably but let me so. not put the energy out there right there. I don't want to put the energy out there, but people thought it was a joke the first go around. So yeah, gonna, they thought I it feel was a like joke. People are going to feel think to themselves, like, oh, he did such a terrible job, and everybody saw how bad he how even the know, white what, people what bad of a job he did haha ha, there's no need for me to go out then because everybody's gonna know <laughs> yeah I guess can. what let me tell you something right now if you are a person living in the united states of america and the time to vote comes around and you don't get up and go vote or or a mail in like your, your, your absentee ballot to vote, you are doing a disservice to yourself, to your friends, to your community, your family, and the world. Because people always think out here that my one my one vote doesn't matter. My one doesn't matter. You're not the only one that thinks that. Do you mm. understand? There are millions of people around the U.S. that think the same way as you. So you thinking, oh, my one vote doesn't count. What if we just needed that one vote? To get this person instead of Trump, and you was the one. Oh, were you the was, electoral you the, college. You were at the, the end one of the day, they make vote. the decision. Okay, listen, baby, we're gonna get deep into politics in a second. Like, you know, <laughs> point is, get your ass up and go vote. Exactly. Well, the electoral college, they 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 do it anyway. They don't do it. You damn fool. <laughs> you vote, <laughs> and then they send the results to them, and then from there, that's when they do the whole okay calculation. So I mean, this people voted for this. This they is was this to say this that. You damn fool. If you don't get up, get in your car, get on your bike, get on your scooter. They got birds now. <laughs> get on that bird, get on and that train, get on that bus. Limes. Walk, Uber, you better something and get to them polls. Send in that, send in your little absentee mail or ballot and vote because that's ridiculous. Especially if you're a young person, especially if you're a young person of color. Like, come on now. Vote for what you want your future to look like. Okay. 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 Simple as that. We're going to go under our umbrella. Under our umbrella. <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to move on to under our umbrella. First Woo! topic, Frenchie. Okay. <laughs> so, damn, I low-key got on a soapbox. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. So, the first topic under our umbrella today is um, about finances and marriage. Or I guess it can be um, relationship period, but this specific scenario was about marriage. So I'm going to give you guys a scenario. I got it from uh, from Twitter. It says, Keith and Tamika recently married. Tamika is a neurosurgeon and earns $400,000 a year. Keith is a manager at Finish Line and earns $44,000 a year. Um. Where the where did the rest of my thread go? I don't know, girl. How interesting. Okay, Keith I, and Tamika. Ooh. I remember. I remember what it said. Uh, it said something like, um, "They got married, and uh, Tamika bought 
bought Keith a new car uh, to replace the old uh, the old car that he had. She bought him like he a newer, updated, nicer car. Mm-hmm. And then she also paid for their honeymoon. Now, Tamika's friends told her ah. that she needs to leave Keith because uh, they are financially like. Uh, Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you. We found <laughs> we found it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so um yeah, after the wedding that she paid for, so Tamika paid for the wedding. After the wedding that she paid for, Keith moves into Tamika's house. She buys him the new Lexus to replace his old Honda Accord, and she even pays for a two week honeymoon to Jamaica. Keith loves Tamika with all his heart and vice versa, and they are happy together. But all of Tamika's friends say that she is stupid. Since Keith is the man, is there a problem with the financial arrangement? If they're in love and does uh if they're in love, does the money difference make them unequally yoked? Ladies, if you were Tamika or gentlemen, if you were Keith, could you play that role? Mm. So basically, if you're the woman and you're doing uh most of like the financial pool brunt and yeah. brunt of the relationship. Would you be okay with that and your man earning, you know, not as much as you do? Or in this situation, Keith was earning nowhere close to what to <laughs> Because she was pulling in 400000 he was pulling in 44000 okay? So, um, Nika, you're the woman, you're the other woman in the room. Um, So, could you, could you do that? Could you be Tamika? Could you be Tamika? Because, I mean, they said they were truly in love and everything Madly. was perfect and they were happy and they're in love. But her friends was like, you stupid, stupid hoe. <laughs> Get a divorce. <laughs> Get a divorce. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> stupid, Y'all stupid. Are unequally yoked and he cannot financially and bubbles for you. go back to your habitat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? Be- well, because <laughs> niggas already doing this already. Niggas are already doing this. Mm. This whole mm. my my woman's making more money than me, so I'm just gonna sleep with her, sleep in her bed, eat her food, and cook when she get home and make it seem like I'm doing something. Really, I'm not really doing anything. And mm. you know, well, sure, what if he's doing all that he can do. What? I mean, no, I was know, just I'm he getting got to that. Job. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting to that. Okay. Okay, like he has a good job and everything. Like that's great. Like that's great and fine. I just feel like if you're, I feel like it would be worse if he was doing absolutely nothing. If yeah. he was doing absolutely nothing, but like what I just said, like he's just making sure mm-hmm. like things are okay when you get home, so that you don't yell at him because he mm-hmm. he trying to like you know not pay rent and stay there and Keith? stuff. Why is the chicken not out the freezer? Right. <laughs> Why are the dishes not washed? I swear you get off work at your finish line at what? <laughs> five o'clock, you work the morning, the mid shift, you get off at five. I'm still out here doing surgeries and shit. I don't get off till 10 p.m. I get home and the dishes aren't even done yet. What'd you have for dinner? Did you cook me something? Did you save me a plate? <laughs> Why right. is there still dirt? Right. And dust on this floor? <laughs> Keith. I just want to come home and relax. But I'm not in a relaxing space. <laughs> so what's going on, baby? What's good? What's the deal? My aura is off. My aura Keith. is off, Keith. Okay? <laughs> I see you made yourself a nice little lunchable. 
You know what? Oh, please. Like, Mika, uh, please finish. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. What if a nigga gonna, really brought you home a lunchable? We're gonna stop your little. We're gonna knock right you down was. right there. What if a nigga brought you home a lunchable for real though? I mean, what if a nigga really was like, we got dinner? Come on. Now. Oh, but what if said- you? What if you came home from a long day at work? <laughs> I'm serious. Oh okay. If okay. you came home from a long day at work, and you see some Oscar Mayer <laughs> lunchables. Oscar Mayer make lunchables? Yeah, they do. They Those do. The that's who they. Yeah. That's who makes lunchables. There's the ones who make Oscar I don't know if they have a trademark for lunchables, but that's who makes yeah, lunchables. Yeah, Oscar Mayer. So if you see some Oscar Mayer lunchables on mm-hmm. the table, and they and y'all ain't got no kids. First of all, I have no problem with the lunchable, but if you tell me we got dinner and you whip out a lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop but it's it. the deluxe pack. Like, it got the chocolate milk and I shit. Gonna say, I'm going to say with no Capri Sun and no Butterfinger. <laughs> they got all that. It's, it's like it's like the primo Lunchable. <laughs> you can't get. It's not no. just like the meat, cheese, cracker. It's like all I got of, the meat, the cheese, the cracker, the gogurt. Like, <laughs> I'm out here with the, I got, I got the Lunchable for you, okay? No, let me tell you something. <laughs> In the cardboard box, okay? Electric chair. <laughs> Electric chair i can't i'm dead um <laughs> right where were you even at you okay you were saying how yeah if he's doing absolutely nothing that oh if he's doing absolutely nothing then like mm-hmm. i'm gonna want more for myself but then at the same time i feel like i feel i don't know i feel like sometimes sometimes people get like a weird um what am i trying to say i feel like sometimes for some people like they their ego starts to change mm-hmm. yeah depending on yeah. the type of money they're making and sometimes for men they feel like they need to be like they need to be like strong and masculine they need to be like mm-hmm. the breadwinner and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i feel like for for the guy like his ego will probably get crushed and he'll probably like he'll get like emasculated yeah he'll probably feel jealous and stuff because what because you pro- you got like a salary job Right. You're going to be traveling around and stuff, probably, depending on your company. Maybe you'll be traveling around and stuff. Keith going to be at home mm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. finish line working until Ooh. you come back in a month or a week Trying or something like that. Line. Mm-hmm. Right. And he and because he's not he's not in the job you're in or he doesn't do the type of work you do, like he's probably not going to understand like okay like babe i need to go on this business trip and stuff like that like i just feel like your ego will change you're Mm -hmm. gonna have more money and you're gonna have like a like more power you're gonna feel yeah you're you're gonna gonna feel feel more like well i'm at work all day i'm always on call yeah he's gonna be like okay well i got a job too it might not be as demanding as yours but we both work it's like Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) what movie is that it's with Taraji P. Henson. I'm pretty sure it's a tal- uh, Tyler Perry movie. Mm. I can do better uh, by myself. I think it was when yeah, the chef and then she was like a corporate woman who I didn't need so. no men and stuff. Is that it? Is I that haven't that seen movie? that in forever. Uh, I don't know. I, I just remember that Taraji was like a breadwinner. She, like she was like single and everything, but she was mm-hmm. like making money. But he was like, like he was like a sous chef and he was like trying to have his own mm-hmm. business and stuff. But I feel like oh Michael Ely, that's his name. Ah, okay. Damn, if you look like that, <laughs> stop. Um, not damn, if you look like. That. I don't know. Michael Ely been in too many movies where he's crazy, and when I look at you him, right, now, girl. all I see oh, is crazy. Yeah, so. he has been in a lot of crazy movies, but he never lied. He played them a little too well. 
<laughs> but it but in that in that movie i mean i mean it's just a movie but in that movie <laughs> uh-huh. it was it was like she was making all this bank but all he was doing was like like trying to become like better in what he was already doing and stuff and she was kind of like like well you know i work all day and blah 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 so this that and the other so i just right. feel like over time your ego will change like things will shift and you'll feel like oh i need more out of a man yeah. or something mm-hmm. or i need more out of a woman it's like people try to compete their workloads with yeah each other. like like it even happens even just like between friends like or like um your peers like when you're at college mm-hmm. right you can have a person that's like let's say a history major and then you have another person who's a biology major a mechanical biology bio you know like and the person that's a history major could be talking to the person that's a bio major and they'll say, oh, my gosh, like I have so much reading I have to do to, you know, prepare for this paper. Oh, my gosh, I'm so stressed. Well, and then the bio uh, major person will tell the history person, like, well, I don't know why you're so stressed. It's not like you do like you're doing anything. Oh, anyway yes. Because they, I mm-hmm. have to do I have to do uh, my trials and my lab i have to Mm -hmm. do lab and then i have to go do my internships and then i have to go do my apprenticeship and then i have to go do my um excavating and then i gotta go (laughs) dig up some bones in the back and then i gotta like (laughs) they make you feel like like, what you're doing is i used to be like well you signed up for that shit bitch (laughs) yeah it's like listen i know that if i sign up for to be a psych (laughs) or a social or a comma major I'm not going to have the same workload as a mechanical bio ne- bioengineering major. I'm not going to have right. the same workload as um, someone who is um, in, in any of the STEM programs. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a very demanding workload. But guess what? At the end of the day, we both got a workload. Now, we both right. got a workload. We, exactly. Mine, man, and I, and I can definitely, I can. I used to own up to that shit. People mm-hmm. used to be like, I used to be like, girl, I, don't, I know there was this girl in my, um, in my college who's super successful now, like, Shout out to her. Her name is Lash. She's going to Harvard Medical School on a full ride now. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. was a bio major. Uh-huh. And she was also the president of our university. I think one of the one of the first, if not the first, black woman president of our university. I went to PWI. Mm-hmm. So predominantly white institution, for those who don't know. But, um, yeah, it was weird because it was like, I'm like, how does her, how does she find the time to breathe? Like, mm-hmm. every time I see her, she's either in class or in school meetings or in meetings with the university president or, like, she does not have, like, she don't go to parties because she didn't go to parties like that. Like, you know, she she stuck to her, you know, her grounds and she did that and she has continued to do that. She got, after graduation, she got a fellowship in, like, Spain, I think, and she was there for a couple years and she, like, studied and just did amazing shit. And I'm just like, Whoa. You're amazing, cause I don't know how yeah. the right. hell you were able to do all of that. And she had like a great GPA at that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like she had so much on her plate that like one thing had to kind of suffer. It was just like she just was good at it all. Like she was able to handle. And I just was like, girl, <laughs> I need to get my afternoon nap in, or else I'm not gonna be ready for this seven to ten class i gotta take i gotta make sure i eat good i gotta make sure i see my friends and go divulge to them and i mean and it's so crazy because 
people will sit and talk shit and be like, well, maybe if you didn't spend so much time with your friends, maybe right. if you wasn't napping so much. I'm like, well, bitch, I'm human, and I love right. my self-care. I don't know about you. I need you. a break. I know. Right. Okay, listen, I may not have been the president of the university, but I was president of two clubs and organizations while on my campus, and I also had a job, and I also had a full school workload. Let me know. I had shit to do. It's just I didn't get myself so busy to the point where I couldn't do self-care because yeah, in some people's eyes, like, I was doing a lot, you know? Yeah. They were like, some people were just students, like, just Mm -hmm. went to school and just went to class and did homework and partied. I went to school, went to class, was president of two clubs and organizations, went to work, Mm -hmm. did homework, did all that shit. And extracurriculars on top of that when it came to volunteering outside of my school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I'm doing hella shit. Ain't no, I, I, I never felt like I wasn't, like, contributing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, of course, I'm not going to have the same workload as somebody who's a bio major. If, if I was a bio major, I would only be a bio major. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be doing any extra shit. Because mm-hmm. my grades would suffer if I had okay. to be a bio major and be the head of two clubs and organizations and have a job and still try to be social. Something would, like I would yeah. suffer. I could not. Mm-hmm. I know the kind of workload that comes along with being that, and I just mm-hmm. can't. So, yeah. What up, Frenchie? Would you, whenever I come to, if you were making $400,000 a year and a man was making 44000 and you would you be cool with it? With that face. Uh, I feel like I would be cool with it, to be honest, because in the scenario that they gave, they said that they were completely in love with each other and they were both happy. So I feel like as long as, as long as between the two people, there's communication there's communi- and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's communication, and you guys are both happy, and the love is the same as when y'all first met, when y'all got engaged, married, in the honeymoon. Like, if there, if from, if there was no like argument or disagreement on who was making what kind of money yeah. before they got married, like why would the like why would it start after they got married? Unless right. it was you know? a um progressive. Per- progression like they like they had um a position beforehand but then they got promoted or something like that exactly and maybe their ego changes right like if if it was something like that then i could see where okay we have to have a conversation about finances and are you comfortable with this are you comfortable with that and you know i feel like as long as there's communication going on then you could be fine like it'll it'll be fine i wouldn't mind I could do whatever I want to do, so I got the money to provide for me, and you got the money to provide for you, and together we got the funds to provide for each other. And I have no, I have no problem if I gotta right. pay for the honeymoon or the wedding, cause I, you know, I got it. That's yeah. what I got it. And it's not like I'm, you I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for the honeymoon and the wedding, and you take care of the the bills at home. Mm-hmm. We good. I don't care. Yeah, I feel you. What Did you doing you? something? Would you? Would you? Would you be the? How would you feel <laughs> if you were the Keith in this situation? If I was the Keith, yes, um, so gentleman. What would you do if you were Keith? <laughs> I mean, considering I would be gentleman, gentleman, it's a bit different. But even if I was the Keith, I feel like I wouldn't have. Um, I would have to feed off the energy of my wife. Mm-hmm. Like if she was very like, okay, like I'm doing all this, so like. 
make sure you're holding up your end and always reminding me. Make sure you're holding up your end. Oh, okay. I feel like I would feel like very, a parent. You know, like, I feel like I would feel very like, like demeaned. Right. Like okay, like I'm holding up what I can. Like, are you okay with that? Oh yeah, I'm cool. Like I'm fine, babe. I love you. But like, just make sure you're holding up your end. I'm just like, you know what, girl? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's why I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> No. What? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, um, my mentality if I was Keith was if I was rocking with it, mm-hmm. I would never be disrespectful. I would never bite off more than I could chew. I know how to be like you know mm-hmm. communicate, and I feel like it would be smooth sailing. It wouldn't be really much of an issue unless the issue was brought up by my wife. But if it's brought mm-hmm. up by the people, I could care less because you're not in our pockets and you're not no, in our tax not, bracket. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. not, you're not in our everyday. Yeah, oh, you sorry. can't let people get in your head when it comes to you and your your boo, right? Because yeah. people will really like wedge in between you and be like, "Oh, he's not this, he's not that." Nigga, I'm happy, right? Move aside. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I feel like your your friend's happiness should be the pinnacle of whatever is going on. Like no. you might not like. That every time they get together, that she she got a blue shirt on and she looked terrible uh-huh. in blue. Okay. <laughs> she terrible in blue. Oh, she, when she when she is with that person and she want to wear the blue, she is the happiest person in the world. So right. So be happy for. Don't come bitch. up to her and be like, "Girl, you need to you need to break up with him because you look bad in blue. He got you wearing blue every time you see him." You like just, blue just, who just, blue who. <laughs> let her let let her wear the blue and be happy. You know. <laughs> I feel you. Um, I was gonna say, and even if I was, um, what's her name? If I was a four hundred, if I was Tamika, okay. <laughs> if I was just the person, if I was just Christopher who made four hundred thousand dollars a year, and I had a partner who was making forty four thousand dollars a year, I still, I'm a giving person, and I just feel like I wouldn't be that person who'd be like, if I know, if I got it, we got it. That's always my mindset. Mm-hmm, if yes. I got it, we got it. If I can handle the bills, I, we got it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask of you. I'm not going to ask any more than you can give. Because right, I know you. You know, and I'm not going <laughs> to put it on you to be like, all right, yeah, but like, let's shoot for a, let's shoot for a manager of the district of finish lines, you know, next year. Let's see what we can do whenever it comes to finish line. And I know that you're a manager of a store now, but maybe, you know, you can do a manager of all the st- finish lines in this district. Right. You, know? right. you can right. always be a regional manager. You know, right. maybe yeah. you can do this. I'm not going to push you if you don't want to, but I'm always going to be like, well, babe, what do you want to do? Because I know that this, like, I know that working at finish line is it's not, not short. Gonna, yeah, it's, it's not, not your end. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's out, not your finish line. You're not waving line. a flag right there. <laughs> working out finish line is not your finish line, baby. And so even, I'm yeah, that's the thing. And yeah. even if it is your finish line, you better start. We better move up that. Right. Line. You better, mo- <laughs> you move, better up. move on up. Okay. Get the corporate, baby. Yeah. My mother always says you can work for a company or work at a company. Working mm-hmm. at a company and be like, oh, okay. Like, you work I'm, I'm, right. I'm there. How long you been a cashier? Oh, yeah, I'm, at, I'm there. At, like, I'm a cashier. But if you work like <laughs> for them, that's like. Oh, like I'm in corporate. I manage mm-hmm. these You're taking fifty stores. To yeah, move, move up in it, not just oh, because if you're just oh a cashier and they're just gonna let you be a cashier until you take some initiative right. and show like I'm ready to progress. Like I don't want. I'm not trying to be just yeah. a cashier. Like I want to be a manager. Mm-hmm. I want to be a regional manager, a district manager. I want to just be, keep moving up. Yeah, just just keep moving up. But my goal is always to be like, you know, my my goal at the end of the day is to always be like, what you doing for your birthday week, babe? 
we should do something. How about you just block out a whole two weeks? Okay. Mm. That, and that's, then that's I'm a, and, and then and then I'll let me that's worry about dream. the rest. And then I'm gonna get a private jet. Yeah. Come on. We're gonna fly to a pri- private okay. island. To a to, to a private island or to the Bahamas or wherever you wanna go. Come on. Greece, Santorini. Mm. Chess moves. Okay. Bitch. I can't really fly to Santorini in a private jet because I think they have to do small airplanes. Yeah. Like yes. if you have to fly to we did all this research. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, you gotta use. Yeah, you have to go to actual Greece and then like take then a plane. Take a small plane. Take a smaller plane <laughs> to Santorini because their airport isn't accommodating of that much. But yeah. But still, point we is, I'd be like, babe, right. get your bags, pack them. I got us for two weeks. Don't worry about a damn thing. You just enjoy yourself. I don't care. I just want to experience life with my mans. <laughs> Have a Same. good life. That really is a dream. It is. Isn't it? And it's going and to it's be a reality. To, okay? really Come on. Is. Come on. Hey, man. Things hey. I imagine hey will be things man. I have seen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hey I wanted to also tackle a topic under our umbrella. Um, This is a topic that a religious listener has brought up, Fred. And he brought up. Oh, no. What happened? Because we know what it is. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fred well, hit us. I said I don't know because we be. Oh. Fred I'm hit so us. I'm so sorry, Fred. Are we tainting your mind with the <laughs> things we say? We're not. <laughs> not no. So. Not religious in like a. He's a religious listener. Like a, oh, he's like a devout Christian. It's like he's a religious. Like he he listens to us religiously. Okay, because uh-huh, you, you no. said religious listener, and I was like, oh, Fred, I thought, I'm so sorry. Right, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. No, no. Okay. No, not Fred. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. No, 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 not like that. He, as in, like, he listens to us religiously. Okay, but yeah. okay. It's, he it brought cooked. up the topic for Under Arm Brother to, for us to talk about um, how much older would you date, mm-hmm. and is age really just a number? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on it. Nika? Oh. Yeah, that's right. And I, I, feel- <laughs> and I, <ooh. laughs> uh, I don't... Uh, I don't Isn't want to... But a oh. I don't know how to feel about that song anymore because... R. Kelly. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like age matters to an extent. Oh. And I only say this because I know like a lot of people will say, oh, age ain't another number when they're talking about like younger people and stuff like that. And I just feel like if you reached like a, like a peak of your life where you're like, you're, you're an adult, like you're, um, I don't want to say 18 and over because I feel like 18 is still a bit too young to be doing all all that crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you could be at least like, let's say like you did all you did all your partying and and all this shit. You're drinking, you're smoking, drug, whatever the fuck you're gonna do. Straight west coasting. Yeah, straight west coasting in oh college or not in college. You're just in your 20s enjoying life. And then you're like, okay, I'm 25 now. I want to like start dating to marry or right. whatever you want to do. I feel like at that time you're just like, okay, now I'm at like an age where I feel like I've I've lived a little bit and I've learned a little bit. And of course, you are always going to keep growing. 
but um when you get to a point where you're just like okay i'm ready to just you know stop doing all the foolishness and clowning Mm -hmm. around with these niggas in the streets Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be like okay like maybe i want someone who is like a little bit older than me sometimes it sometimes things in life happen that you can't control and it comes to a point where that person damn well might be 30 years or 40 years older Mm -hmm. than you and it's just like hey i I met this yeah i met this person we talked and we had a great conversation and then we just we started dating because we liked each other so much and then before long it's been six months and then he's like you know what i'm i want you to be my girlfriend and then we're together for three years and then he proposes and now you have a husband that's 30 years older than you or a wife that's 30 years older than you or something like that and it's just like hey like it happened Mm -hmm. i fell in love and i like this person and yes they're 30 years older than me but like Mm -hmm. i was at a i was at an age where like i was living and learning and i I did all that I wanted to do. Yeah. So now I'm just like, I'm ready to like settle down and be okay with all of this that's going on. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like to a certain extent, but I think I, it also depends on the person. Cause you could damn yeah. well be ready at age 20 and be like, you know what? Like I'm ready I to settle 40 down. Year old. Yeah. <laughs> or not, you, or not even that. You're just like, Oh, I'm at the bar, like fucking around and stuff. And then some guy like, talks to you or you're sitting down at dinner by yourself and somebody's like oh can i sit here whatever the hell Mm -hmm. like things happen in life that you can't control and if it happens it happens and if it happens at a a young age then and you feel and you feel like you're ready then it's your life you go ahead and marry that 50 year old okay yeah i feel you Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna say if you got money When you got money, that's always a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Like I mean, imagine like I can. I was I was even thinking this right now. I'm like, if I was at a gay bar, (laughs) and um, I met Will Smith, and he happened to be gay, and this is a 50 year old man I'm talking to here, and he's like, you know, I'm accomplished. I've got this going on. I've got that going Mm -hmm. on. I'd be like, well, why not give Bruh a try? You know, Mm -hmm. because whenever he approached me, he was just a creepy 50 year old man. Then I got to know him, got to know his accomplishments, got to know the money that he's making. Uh, <laughs> right. Got to know what he's about. And I was like, you know what? He's a cool dude. Wasn't even looking for it. But if Will Smith <laughs> walked up to me and we got into conversation and I was telling him what I had going on and he told me, yes, I'm 50. I'm a manager at Finish Line. And, you know, I yeah. just, I just, you know, I, I'm, I got life, you know, by the balls. I'd be like, Wow. Well, you keep on having life by the balls, and um, I hope you find happiness. And I sri- <laughs> and that's real shit. That's real shit. If somebody was 50 years old and came to me and was like, I'm a manager at Finish Line, and I'd be like, all right, cool. You want to get with me? <laughs> at 50. Uh-huh. Okay, like that's what you wanted to. Oh, no. Won't uh-huh. work out. <laughs> right. But if you're 50 and... Like you're established, and you're established. You're a businessman. You've got some quaint in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Homeowner, <laughs> trying to make me a homeowner. Mm-hmm. You know, got some cars. Got. Some, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. 
But that's just the shallow in me. In the shallow, in the shallow, shallow, shallow. That's just the shallow in me. That's real. I don't mean it's real shit though. I really feel like if someone were that age and they came up to me, I would need them. If they were fifty and above, I would need them to have some kind of. Yeah, don't come to me being a fucking. You know. I'm an, cause I, I'm an, I'm gonna ask questions like so. You're at, you're 15. Your manager finished. So I can't even ask you what your 10 year plan is because in 10 years, <laughs> you, in your 10 years you'll be 60, and you might cry. I would hope you would be retired by 60. But I mean, <laughs> the way that you're working as a finish line manager, it, it doesn't look like you're gonna be retired by 60, honey. And I just do you put do you plan on working your whole life away? Uh-huh. Like what do you want to do? You know. So, yes, I feel like the oldest I would date comfortably with a man who was maybe a finish line manager. You are really extending right, the scenario. <laughs> I would date a man who was like 80. A what? No. What's that 80, y'all? He just he don't want to tell enough. I'll 80. just say I want him to have it all figured out by 35. But I wouldn't be opposed to dating a 35-year-old, 36 37, um, 37, maybe, maybe, I don't know. But I would want you to have life somewhat figured out if you're like 35 to 40. In the the 35 to 40 range, I would date you if you had a plan. But if you didn't have a plan, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm being like, baby, I've got a plan. Or if your plan already came into fruition when you were in your 20s, and now you're just living it out. Then that's just that. But I would want you to have something attached to you. Right. You know? Not like I know all of us by the age of 35 to 40 are going to be homeowners. Oh, wow. But imagine like, um, you know, imagine someone approaching you Mm. or you and being like, I just want to get a cool job. And yeah, I just want to find a girl who down with me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> there goes that vagueness. Yeah. I just want to do like you know we can get a nice apartment. Like you know people who really have that's their goal. Their goal is to like I want to get an apartment. It's like you know no you don't really align with my ten year plan so we can't do this. Yeah. Mm, how do you feel, Frenchie? Um. How do I feel? Well, I feel like at one point I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. I really didn't care. It was just like. I'm down for any and everything when it came to like how much older a guy could be than me like I really didn't care but mm-hmm. um after experience uh from like extremes to like from younger to me to a lot older than me it's like no, I wouldn't say a lot younger lot, a lot younger than me but definitely younger than me mm-hmm. I'll never do that again but uh, <laughs> um Hell no. Yeah, um, I think initially in your head you really do think or you really do believe that it is just a number and it doesn't matter as long as you guys click and the vibe is there, it's cool. Which is partially true. When the vibe is there and it clicks, it is cool and it's great and it's awesome. But then, then real life when hit. you really start <laughs> to realize like, okay, I'm at this age and I'm at this point in my life, and you're however much older than me, and you were kind of like in the same, <laughs> and we're kind of like in the same part of life, or 
two totally different parts of life. And it's kind of like, how can we truly relate to each other? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how can we truly, I don't know, like, like, like we get along, but I haven't experienced what you've experienced or you haven't experienced what I've experienced because, you know, who, who whatever circumstances that we've come across, we just, we don't understand things in the same way anymore even if we're on the surface level like in the same position in life which you know you more than likely uh, wouldn't expect that you expect the person that's like a lot older than you to be in a whole totally different like more established and stable and set up part of life but they're kind of like in the same realm that you're in then it's kind of like well why are you here where I'm at or why I'm or you know or it could be someone who's like around the same age as you and they have it all figured out but you don't and it's like well how come you have it all figured out but I don't you know so I guess it's kind of like it's it's subjective I guess but I don't know um is it really just a number no Mm. no (laughs) the short answer is no it's not really just a number but at the same time, I don't really have an issue dating people older than me. It's whatever. Definitely yeah. not younger than me. Not doing that again. Y'all are crazy. Y'all know how to act. <coughs> She's absolutely right. She is. I dated this boy. He was like maybe like two years younger than me. And this is when I was younger than I am now. This is like before I got to, to college, I think. And this boy, we were taking the train and he got down into the train track. I said, you know what? Y'all not doing this again. Oh, what you mean? He got right, I'm like, wait, what? I'm confused what now. What was he on? He was on some Final Destination tree? Or? I don't know what. Wait, it was just so weird. He wanted to show me that he was, like, daring, I guess. Uh, and could, like, do stuff. And he, like, got down in some train tracks. And I was like, oh, fuck please me. get up. No, please, no. Please get out of that train track. Please get out of that train track. Like, it was just really scary. And, yeah, like. I'm over here. In my I guess, head I guess, like, though. I guess when, like, when I, like, when I try to speak to people that are younger than me, it's just kind of weird. It's like, you don't, you're not talking about anything that interests me. You're not holding my attention. So, I guess, like, kind of, for me, seems like, I wonder how, I'm, how, like a guy that's trying to talk to me that's older than me, like how mm-hmm. they feel when they're speaking to me. Is it the same way? Mm. Like, do they feel like, girl, you're not, you're not saying anything that's holding my attention. You're not saying anything that's like pulling me in. Like, I just kind of wonder if that's like, if that's the same thing. Yeah. It's weird. People Cause it's like, I could have took me. that as a window to like manipulate him, which I, c- oh. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Oh. I, didn't. Oh. I, didn't. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> I didn't do that. Listen, I feel like uh, <laughs> I don't know. A younger than me, I don't do at all. Um, if I, I, I don't, I'm never talking to you seriously if you're younger than me. No, I feel like I've only ever, I've only, I've only ever dealt with people who are younger than me. Like, no, I'm not talking about like one year younger, but like multiple years younger than me. I've mm-hmm. only dealt with them if it was for like, you should stay another night with me. Oh, one night stand okay. is all I need. Okay, that's all I need. Uh-huh. Just because I was like, oh, little tenderoni. 
But like that was it. This yeah. A little tender road. I guess I did. Isn't that what it means? I don't know. You want to call it Bobby Brown? <laughs> right. I should. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye The word of the day is tenderoni. Hey. But yeah, other than that, nah. Nah, never. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I guess in short, I guess age does matter is what we're saying. Yeah, we're, we're saying it matters. Like it does, but it doesn't. But it does, but it doesn't. But it does. At the end of the day, it does. So, yeah. You're right. Well, does anyone else have anything to say for this episode of the Black and Brother before we close out? Of course. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Email us at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Use the hashtag TBU Podcast. Go ahead and follow us. Subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Um, DM us. Let us know. How can we improve for you? We want to be better for you. Let us know uh, what you want us to talk about next week. Uh, What should be under our umbrella? What questions do you have for us specifically? Do you have a story? Do you have a story you want to tell us? Let us know. Was you at Coachella? Did where I see you? Was you out here wild? I know I wasn't. See, I don't got no stories about me, but what was y'all doing? Where <laughs> were you at? Where you at? Where you at, baby? Mm-hmm. You didn't for me. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Tell me where you at. You said you'd be right there for me. And I can't see, 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 you said you'd be right there for me. Subscribe to us. Okay. Listen to us. Listen to us. us. Okay. Every Thursday will be an episode uploaded. So. Yeah, Make sure you stay on a grind time, prime time. Yeah. Just let us know how we can improve for you. Go ahead and engage with us. And yeah. Indulge. Indulge. Look at the material. Engage and indulge. Look at the material. Tell us if you're sexually active. If so, tell us a funny story about a time where you were sexually active and things didn't go so right. Yeah, please. Yes, please. That would be great. That we can discuss on the show. We can discuss on the show. And Wes will tell us everything that happened with him. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. Have a great day. Yeah, have a great day. Watch Homecoming. It's coming out in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Woo! Yeah, 30 minutes. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs>